the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Welcome back. This is episode number 25 of the Dare to Decide podcast. I am so happy that you're here. As I'm recording this, it's literally zero degrees outside here in Denver. It's cold, but I'm cozy in my office with my hot coffee. And I always like to imagine that we're just hanging out together during these podcasts, just chilling on the couch, talking about life stuff. And I'm really excited to chat with you today about motivation, one of my favorite mindset tools. But first, I wanted to share that the beta launch for my one-on-one business mindset coaching intensives is officially open. This is for you if you have an idea for an online business and you aren't sure where to even begin, or you already have an online business and you're feeling stuck, or you're just not sure how to break through to that next level. I have created three different options to choose from, but all three feature my signature method, which is called the Dare to Decide Design. Triple D. (laughs) So the first step is a mindset inventory. And this is an extensive survey I've created that will identify your mindset strengths and areas that might need some attention. We are going to be looking at things like limiting beliefs, blind spots, self-doubt, risk-taking tolerance, intuition, comparison, wellness, leadership, self-advocating skills, and so much more. When I say it's comprehensive, I mean, you're going to feel completely seen, maybe exposed, (laughs) but that's a good thing. We can't improve what we don't know about, right? And you will find that you will have blind spots that you didn't even consciously realize were there. And that's where powerful change can begin to take shape. And this step is honestly what makes this approach to business development unlike anything else out there. You can't build a strong business on a weak mindset. You just can't. So just like a muscle, we got to work out your mindset a little so that you're ready to create success. And the second step in the dare to decide in the triple D is vision and business clarity. Here we are getting clear on what you want in life and business. You're going to learn how to use fear as a tool to actually help grow your business. We'll dive into how to set boundaries, how to separate fact from feelings. And then there's an entire block of time we'll spend on marketing clarity and how to really understand your target audience and what they want. I'll be walking you through setting up your own personal brand and signature method and how to set pricing, including psychology behind pricing strategies. The third step is a business strategy and systems focus. So we'll be talking about um, psychological and practical approaches to marketing and social media, how to find clients and generate leads and how to set up an effective email funnel system and how to approach PR and exposure. And the fourth and final step is what I call the mindset gym. Like going back to that muscle analogy, only we're, we're working out your belief in self-discipline muscle and not your gluteus maximus. But here's where I'm teaching you how to maintain momentum. 
Like here's how to tap into confidence when you need it and how to take small daily steps toward truly becoming the strong and successful woman that you know you are deep down. And it's hard to find anything that feels better than operating in that space. So if any of this spoke to you, then right now go click on the link in the show notes so you can check out all the details. I have a limited number of spaces left since this is my beta launch and taking a smaller number of clients. So I hope to hear from you today. And again, just go click on the link in the show notes and let's make 2022 the year everything changed for you. All right, let's dive into the show. Today, we are talking about motivation and we've all felt motivation at some point in our lives, right? And it's a, it's an amazing feeling when you feel motivated to work out Like you can almost feel electricity in your veins and you can fly through that run or that weightlifting session. Or when you feel motivated to dominate a project at work, it's almost as though the time flies by effortlessly and you're just kicking ass and taking names at work with little to no exertion. Or when you're motivated to clean your bathrooms, well, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I threw that in there because I don't know what that one feels like, but I would imagine it's equally as great. (laughs) But the frustrating thing about motivation is that it's not always there when we want it, right? And it's hard to know how to actually make motivation out of nothing. So I have two parts I want to walk you through today. For part one, let's first stop and think about one area in your life that you want to improve. If your health is awesome, then maybe it's your career. And if you're happy with your career right now, Maybe it's your relationship, or maybe it's your finances, or or maybe you just want to improve the experiences in your life, like travel to new places more, or try going to new restaurants that you've never been to more often, like get outside your comfort bubble. But pick one area in your life, and then make a decision that you're going to improve that area. And then write this down. I wrote this down. Oh, if you're driving, don't write <laughs> just take a little mental note, but I wrote this down years ago. I think Cooper was maybe three years old when I first heard this and it stuck with me to this day and it's from Tony Robbins. And here it is. People don't always get their shoulds, but they always get their musts. And let's be honest, like we all have lists of shoulds. Like you have one, I have one. And Gosh, most people have a long list of shoulds. I should lose 20 pounds. I should drink less wine during the week. I should get serious about finding a new job. We know what it feels like when something is a should. It's, I think of it kind of like New Year's resolutions for some people where it's kind of amazing if it does happen, but it's not all that surprising if it doesn't. Does that make sense? But when you label something a must, man, like that hits completely different. When something is a must to you, then there's no gray area. It is 100% black and white. There's no waffling or going back and forth in our head saying like, oh, I just don't feel like it. No, that type of talk has no air to breathe when something is a must. And when something is a must, then motivation is built into it like flour in a cake. You don't have to think about it. It's it's hardwired. So let's take a, an example here. I had a client once. She went in for her annual doctor's appointment thinking it was going to be just like any other year when she goes to see the doctor. And it felt like that until she got home. 
And her doctor called her and told her that she was pre-diabetic and that if she didn't lose weight ASAP and turn things around, that she was, would need to start medication. And she said that phone call lasted less than three minutes. And in those three minutes, she made the decision that she was going to do whatever it took. And she had been telling herself for five years that she should lose weight. And she'd make attempts now and then and try new diets, even lost weight only to gain it back the next few months. And so she would have spurts of motivation. Um, She got motivated to try keto after hearing some girlfriends raving about it. But then it wasn't something that she could or even wanted to maintain after a month or so. So she lost motivation. And she got motivated to start working out with a personal trainer at her gym. But then the, the pandemic hit and that motivation quickly collapsed. And But she told me that when she hung up the phone with her doctor that day, she said it was a sense of motivation that was combined with a sense of knowing. Like she wasn't nervous or anxious about it because in her mind, she knew that she'd find a way or hell, she was going to make the way. It was already as good as done in her mind. And that right there is one of the best ways to generate the purest form of motivation in yourself is to turn your shoulds into musts. Because when you turn your shoulds into musts, the entire game changes. And you might, you might be thinking like, okay, Marion, so that sounds great and all, but how does one go about simply changing shoulds into musts, right? And the answer to that is you must raise your standards. You must raise your standards. If you're not feeling motivated enough to leave a job, that sucks the life out of you, it's because your standards aren't high enough. Like you will put up with circumstances that someone with higher standards would not. If you are in an unhealthy and unhappy relationship, you won't quit. You won't get motivated to actually leave until you raise your standards, until you decide that you are worthy of more, of better. And the same goes for our health. I know that for me personally, I... I looked in the mirror after our last IVF round had failed and beyond feeling all the emotions that come with um, going through infertility treatments and loss, I remember looking at my body in the mirror and knowing that my standard was, was better than what I was looking at and knowing that I was ready to raise my standard and reclaim my body and my energy. And in that moment, by the way, it was never about body shame or hatred. I've never hated my body. I love my body. I was actually, it's actually the opposite. I was so grateful for all that my body had gone through. And now I was ready to get it to the standard I am most comfortable with. So motivation raced through my veins, like electricity in that moment. I, I was like a Charlie's angel who just received my mission. It was as good as done. So sometime today, maybe even while you're listening to this episode, think about a should that you have in your life. What is something that if you're being honest with yourself, you can say, yeah, I've lowered my standard there because maybe you used to be really active and worked out consistently, or maybe you used to take pride in how you dressed each day. Maybe you used to love your job, but it hasn't been that way for a long while. Where have you grown complacent? Where, like, where are you going to raise your standard? And which should 
are you going to turn into a must? That's my challenge for you today is just pick one area. And now for the second part. And this, like, this part is important because as we all know, not everything can be a bust. Like there might be times when you normally do enjoy working out, but ugh, you just aren't feeling like it today. No worries. You're human, right? So here's what you're going to do. You're going to go brain dead and start going through the motions because most people think that motivation is what gets you started and they're wrong. Like that's false. Whenever I say false, I think about Dwight from the office, false, right? It is, it's false. Very few people are motivated to take action. As humans, we want to be comfortable. It's not normal per se to be motivated to get uncomfortable, but here's the secret. Motivation kicks in after we've already taken action, not before. Self-discipline is what gets you started. Motivation will kick in after you've started. Let me repeat that. Self-discipline is what gets you started. Motivation kicks in after you've started. So if you ever catch yourself saying, I'm just not motivated lately to work out, stop yourself and replace the word motivated with self-disciplined. I'm not self-disciplined enough lately to work out. <laughs> like, oh, snap. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of harsh, right? But we're adults here, and it's so important that we recognize when we're trying to BS ourselves. I mean, isn't that kind of hilarious? Like, we actually try to sugarcoat our own self-talk. And so sometimes just raising awareness can be the X factor for you. So the beautiful thing here is that you can generate your own motivation. You just have to get started. So go brain dead, start going through the motions. Motivation will kick in at some point there. And soon you'll be feeling so happy and proud of yourself. And every time you do this, your self-discipline muscle is getting bigger and stronger. And you're proving to yourself that you have the power to change your life. And that's what the entire name of this podcast is all about, right? Dare to make the decisions in your life that completely change your trajectory and watch how life then opens up. Okay. I hope today's episode spoke to you and gave you the little pep talk you maybe didn't even know you needed. (laughs) I appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and just being here with me more than you know, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.